1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: At 11 o'clock, we're going to get the Houston perspective with the man who has the Houston perspective and has for decades, John McClain. He's with Sports Radio 610, longtime columnist covering the National Football League with the Houston Chronicle. Jeff Thomas is going to do it at 1120. Brian Anderson at noon. Tim May. 1 o'clock, and right before Tim, Chad Brown, former NFL linebacker, covers the Broncos, also uh, does a podcast, and also played for some of the legends who just uh, are changing jobs or not having a job anymore. Chad's coming up in a little bit. Browns go to Houston tomorrow. They play the Houston Texans. Actually, they're on their way to Houston today. They'll play the Texans tomorrow. And clearly, what has happened here in Cleveland? Joe Flacco has come in and absolutely captivated Browns fans. It, it's been stunning. There, a a well-known legal firm has a big billboard up that says go Flacco. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. They're
3: selling t-shirts that say Ben Flacco. What is it? Ben a Flacco fans. It's twenty or 2023 or something <laughs> like that. It's just tremendous. That, that is actually, sweatshirts, all sorts. That of That actually
2: is really pretty good. And the the thing about this is he's been really good. I mean, there's no question about it. And to hear folks talk, he's going to stay really good. That's the that's one of the things that I find really fascinating about this, is that there's no talk of Joe slipping, that he's going to perform at this level. And I thought, okay, what kind of a level is Joe Flacco really performing at? And I thought, this is worth digging into. So So I did a little bit. So what did I do? He played in five games with the Browns. And I was going to take those numbers and spread them out over 15 games, just thinking he'd miss a couple of games and might not perform as well. And I just thought, I wonder what that would be like. But then I looked, and, and I thought this was kind of, I was a little surprised. I found that in the NFL this year, 10 quarterbacks played in all 17 games. And five played in 16 games. A couple of those would have played in 17, but they were they they didn't play the last game. They sat out for their teams. And five played in 15 games. So 20 quarterbacks in the NFL this year played in 15, 16, or 17 games. That's nuts. Isn't that kind of nuts? Because we know of all the injuries and everything else and all the backups who have played. And I was surprised to find it was that many. Yeah, because so, this season really felt like we saw more backups than any other. I agree. So I thought, well, you know what? Let's just, and and Flacco, historically, when he was with Baltimore, played every game. I mean, I think there was all but one year that Joe played all 16 games. Now there are 17. So I took his numbers, did the math per game, and then projected them over 17 games. I thought that was interesting, but then I wanted to see where that ranked. So folks, here's how well Joe Flacco has played in five games. And this might either impress the you-know-what out of you or scare the heck out of you, making you think there's no way that this continues. And I'd love to know what you think. Can this continue, or is it just so clear that it can't continue at this pace? 216-474-0092. So Flacco... Completed 123 of 204 passes for over 1,600 yards, 13 touchdowns, eight interceptions, eight sacks. Project that over 17 games, right? Do a little math. I learned it at Woodridge. It was all good. On the season, over 17 games, at the rate that Joe put things up in the first game, he would have completed 418 passes, (laughs) which would have been the most in the National Football League, Mm -hmm. eight more than Dak Prescott. Good golly. I also have historical perspective on this. I'm just going to go this season first. Then I'm going to give you the history, and that's going to stun you too. So he would have been first in completions, eight more than Dak. He would have thrown the ball 693 times this year. (laughs) That would have led the National Football League 81 more than Sam Howell of the Washington Commanders who threw it an absolute ton. I just want you to know right now, Bruce Arians is like licking his chops. Joe Flacco, projected over the 17 games, would have thrown for 5,494 yards. (laughs) That would have led the National Football League by 870 more yards than Tua Tungavailoa. So he'd have been first in completions, first in attempts, First in yardage, he would have thrown 44 touchdown passes. That would have been eight more than Dak Prescott for first place in the National Football League. And he would have thrown 27 interceptions, which would have been first in the National Football League, six more than Sam Howell. But under the Jameis line, which is really what we're looking for. The Jameis line is 30, if I'm not -hmm. mistaken. 30 touchdowns, 30 Mm -hmm. picks. That's the Jameis line under Bruce Arians. 27 interceptions he would have thrown. And he would have been sacked 27 times, which isn't bad. It would have tied him for 27th with Patrick Mahomes. So what does that mean? It means Joe is getting rid of the ball. So there you go. Projected over the, the season, at the way he played in five games, Flacco would have led the NFL in completions, attempts, yardage,
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: That's really funny to hear. It, it, I was really funny to think I, about. I, I, you know, I wanted to do the math, but I wanted to see where it would have put him. Because this the pace he's been on has been incredible. And his play has been outstanding. Except for the interceptions, but you can live with that because the defense has done that. Blah blah. We know that, right? You haven't. But again, first in completions, attempts, yardage, touchdowns, and interceptions. Take it a step further. You ready? Projected over seventeen games, four hundred. And again, now the records dealt with sixteen games, right? In most instances, right. Four hundred and eighteen completions would have tied Flacco for the thirtieth most. In a season in NFL history with Rich Gannon in 2002. He made the Super Bowl that year. The 693 attempts would be the fifth most in NFL history in a season. Fifth most. The 5,494 yards since his projection over the 17 games would have been the best single season ever. 17 more than Peyton Manning in 2013. The 44 touchdowns would tie Dan Marino for ninth all-time in a season. Jeez. The 27 interceptions, nine-way tie for the 20th most all-time in a season. Eh, you throw the ball that much. Flacco would have dominated the NFL this year had he done this over the course of a season and would have really made his mark on some national records. He'd have appeared, especially... With yardage, that's really best funny. single season ever. Seventeen more than Peyton Manning in twenty thirteen. That's really funny to think about. Now you tell me, Dan. Can that continue? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I sure hope so. And and I, there's no reason to say that it, it can't. But man, that's that's really getting her done. So, the rosy picture of this is yes, with the
3: reason being that with this defense and the way that they've put this together and the ability that they have on third down and the ability they have to completely stifle offenses, Joe Flacco whipping it 40 times a game and tossing two picks a game doesn't totally kill you if he also throws three touchdowns. If you end up with four, five, six explosive plays and have two picks off of it, it's not as backbreaking because you still have those five, six explosive plays that are getting you close to the end zone, and these numbers are so askew and out of whack because the Browns can't run the ball. They they flat out cannot
2: run the ball well, since that's DeJuan en- Jones went down. That's not entirely true. Oh, the, the, Jeff. The last game they were okay, and now DeJuan has been since he's been out. It's been a different been a different story, and Flacco's had to throw. But you know, in that in that stretch, Dan where Nick went down and Dewan stepped in for Conklin, you know, before Nick went down, they were able to run the ball actually really well. It's it's been and you're right, since Dewan Jones been out, they've they've and and then when you've had more issues of quarterback, they've not been able to run the ball as well. And against Houston, what did they have? 30 carries for 53 yards. I mean, it, it wasn't good. But they bounced back last week. Yeah, whatever, for but, whatever that's worth.
3: Yeah, okay. Last week had Jeff
2: Driscoll back there. It makes me think though that they have to run the ball against Houston a little bit. Well, right. You got to you got to take some heat off of Flacco. If
3: you're going to have playoff success, you need to have some kind of
2: variance. I and you agree. don't need
3: to run the ball great. You just need to have it as something in your back pocket. It needs to be better than what it's looked
2: like. I think that's exactly on the money.
3: So, like right now it has been horrible. It needs to be bad. Like, that's, that's the jump that I'm looking for. You need to be bad at running the ball, not horrible. So, they need to find something, some semblance of it in the run game because I don't think Flacco throwing the ball 40 times a game is a recipe for success.
2: See, that's what I think, too.
3: It has been. They've, they've been able to pull it off to this point. It's just playoff defenses are a different animal. And I know the Texans' defense, especially the spine of that defense, is not in the best shape, nor is it the best aspect of their team. But... Boy, if you're sitting back, even on the just-okay defense, knowing that they're going to throw it every single time, it's it's a little bit different. Or at least that they're going to throw it 62% of the time or whatever they're at right now for passing rate. Like, it's going to be a little bit different. They need to find some semblance of the run game because I think in the playoffs, Flacco throwing 40 times a game is not your recipe for success.
2: And see, that's my concern. Because it's worked here in the regular season. I and it's not even on him. I think from a team standpoint, if your team is in a spot where he's going to have to throw it 44 times, man that's it's a lot to ask. And I would I would think that other teams in Houston, it's another team have had enough chance to to look at the tape, see some things and think how can we how can we slow this passing game down? How can we slow this down? What can we do against this Thirty-nine-year-old quarterback. What can happen here? What do we do? And that's that's why I just I think there has to be a little bit of balance. If you're concerned that it can't continue, if you think it will, folks. I mean, I'd love to hear your reasoning. 216-474-0092. It's Baskin and Phelps with Menegan right here on the Fan.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.